What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Hello, welcome to Tag Talk. My name is Kylie. This is Haley. Um, what? I'm frozen. <laughs> oh yeah, you're lagging, kind of. Oh, there we go. Am I it lagging? Just went live for me. Like I could hear you talking, but like, oh no. <laughs> you were lagging like a little bit, but I think it's okay. Yeah, I think we're good. Anyway, welcome to Talk Talk. My name is Kylie. This is Haley. Um. We're live at a di- like a different time today because like yeah, I had to go do grown woman shit today, so I ha- I have like a big girl job. I know people think tag talk is my job. I wish, but I have a big girl <laughs> job, and uh, we had like a lot of crises today, but that's okay because it means that we get to go live, you know, now and talk to you guys now. And you know what? It's going to be a lot of fun because today it was kind of like a big wrestling day, and we have like, <laughs> we have like a lot to talk about. But um, anyway, before we get into that, Haley, how was your day? My day was average. You know, I did make soup before we went live um, and I burned it because I was too busy setting up the stream and I forgot I was making soup. So I burned it, but it tastes fine. So, yeah. And also, I did a different little hairstyle today. I really like Mm -hmm. it. You guys were giving me a lot of compliments on Twitter. This might be my new thing. Do you guys like the space buns? Let me know. Yeah, I came home from work, immediately got in the shower, washed yeah. my hair, washed off all my makeup, and then came here to do tag talk. So that's where I'm at mentally. Um, today, like, I've been just catching up on all, like, the drama and the news that happened today. And it's kind of a lot, guys, not going to lie. But, you know, we're going to talk about you. We're going to talk about CM Punk. We're going to talk about the Young Bucks. We're going to talk about Mercedes and uh, Diamante doing cool things. Um, FTR, we'll probably talk about CMFTR and FTR versus the Young Bucks. We're going to talk about a lot. So if you want your question, your comment, your dad joke, your whatever read on air, make sure to submit a super chat and we'll read those. Um, I know that the news today is maybe a little hot topic and controversial, especially the CM Punk news. Yeah, Mike from Indeed said there was news in wrestling today. Oh, shockingly. Um, of Cody, that's like, what do you guys want to talk about? Like, what do you want to talk about? We're gonna talk about it. Trust me, Haley and I have kind of always shied away from getting into these issues, but like, this is like a big issue to me. We're gonna talk about it. Um, and then also, I know it's a hot button issue. It's controversial. Like, can we just establish right now that we're going to be nice? And like, I. Listen, <laughs> we're gonna be nice because I'm. I, well, first of all, I'm always nice. Second of all, um, in the chat, in the super chats, all that kind of stuff. Let's just be nice about it. Uh, anyway, Haley, <laughs> you were, listen, I know CM Punk is like the big thing. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, can we talk about the Young Bucks going back to the tag division? Question mark. Thank of God. <laughs> I have been campaigning for them to go back into the tag division for months. I'm like, you know what? They need to go back. Like the tag division is struggling. I need them back in the tag division. And you know what? 
I'm excited to see them wrestle the guns. I am. You know, I am a fan of the guns since their kind of revamp with Bullet Club Gold. I love Bullet Club Gold. Um, so I'm excited to see this match. And it's the first time we've ever seen it. So I'm stoked. Oh, we got a super chat from Jackie. Evening tag talk for the win. Look at your lovely faces. Your girl is in her glory with that FTR versus Bucks three at all in. Yes. Yes. Haley and I kind of talked about it last week, but one all in is looking like it's going to be a great show. I think mm-hmm. tickets are at like 80,000 or something like that. Yeah, they just uh, passed 80,000. Yeah, just passed 80,000, which is cr- absolutely crazy. Um, and I can I just say, I thought it was funny when they announced um, all in and they said it was going to be at Wembley Stadium. People were like, it's going to be scaled to 40K. There's no <laughs> way. And then they, they passed 40K easily. And then it was like the goalpost moved and it was like, well, they're not going to do over 60. And they did over 60. Oh, well, they're not going to do 80. And they just hit 80. So, and it's, it's set for 84,000 right now, right? They have, it's 84,000. Maybe I'll take your word for it. Uh, But I, I also think it, listen, when it, when they announced it, I was a little skeptical. I was like, you know, I know that they have like business knowledge and metrics and numbers that I don't have access to, but I, I'm surprised. 80k is a lot of people. Especially I thought like they would comfortably do like 65. I was like, yeah. set with, like okay, like that feels like a good, a good. Well, like a lot of big AW shows get like big walk ups day yeah. of. They'll get you know a good rush of people. So I was like, okay, I'm comfortable saying 60. I think 60 is pretty good. But 80, and you know, we're still like a couple weeks out, and we still have like walk up and all that. But the card itself, I think, is pretty good. I'm really excited about it, especially FTR versus the Bucks, which is kind of. I do think it's funny that before like every big AW show, like the first million dollar gate and you know, the biggest crowd, all this drama comes up, it just comes out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if that's intentional or not, but. Uh, FTR versus the Young Bucks now is going to be really interesting given this added layer of this, I guess, CM Punk, Hangman Page drama that happened backstage, CM Punk, Ryan Nemeth drama, CM Punk, Matt Hardy drama, CM Punk, Christopher Daniels drama. Apparently, everybody who likes the elite has drama. So FTR versus the Bucks now, I think, in my personal opinion, the drama helps them in a way because I think that they can sort of really capitalize on it and play with the fans but also all out is going to be bizarre now because all out mm-hmm. is after all in and it's in chicago and chicago fans if we learn anything they're going to boo the elite because because cm punk so it's like what are they going to do at all out now that could well, especially with ftr um they did an interview recently and they were talking about how they still would like to team with punk and go against the elite so, like, I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to get that, given yeah. everything that's going on. I don't know if we're all just getting worked and it's, like, whatever, but, you know. See, but, like, I, th- regardless. I thought I thought it was a work. Like, this morning when I saw, because um, I'm going to be honest, guys, I don't, I don't really watch Collision. Like, my, and I don't really watch wrestling on the weekends unless it's a pay-per-view because I kind of like to mellow and sit with myself. Mm-hmm. But I did see the... CM Punk, I guess we're going to get into CM Punk now. The CM Punk, like, after show promo where he's talking about, like, just just bizarre, like, Hangman Page doesn't sell action figures. He's a peg warmer, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Which is just, like, objectively not true. Like, there's no data to support that. But go off, I guess. Um, And I did think it was weird because my brain went, okay, it's a work. They'll they'll do Hangman CM Punk at All Out in Chicago. That's what I thought. But then I'm like... And especially because the Young Bucks are going back to the tag division. I was like, okay, we're setting this up, and then we'll do Hung Bucks maybe later down the line, whatever. But then, like, people were reporting it wasn't a work, and it was just, like, like it just got lost in translation. Like, it came across harder than he meant. I think Nick Hausman reported that, like, it yeah. didn't go over how he intended it to go, and he felt bad about it. Which is, like, fair enough. Like, I think sometimes people make mistakes and they try things and it doesn't work. But um, 
with the Young Bucks being back in the tag division, Hangman Page is kind of like on his own island. And so all in, like the you know, the reported tag match that's gonna happen, Hangman's in that, but like which I have my own thoughts on about Hangman oh, Page yeah. like, being involved in a trios match at the biggest wrestling show probably ever. But you know what? I'll save that for <laughs> a different time. Um but it's kind of like all out is now up in the air because CM Punk is inevitably going to be cheered in Chicago. I think some people will boo him because all out always draws a big, um, I guess like commuter, like tourist crowd, I guess. Um, If you've ever ever been to an all out, you know that probably more than any other show, but uh, it's like, who do you put against CM Punk then? Cause it can't be anyone even apparently tangentially related to the elite. Right. If they've ever said, I like Kenny Omega, they're out, apparently. <laughs> if Ryan there was Bennett? ever a chance of getting versus Ryan Pimmons, it's out the window now. We'll never I see guess that match. Listen, they could do that match. They could do it it's, you know, on collision, and people would watch it now, I think. And you know what? I, I totally would. Uh, before we continue, um, we got another super chat from our internet dad. Chris, is this the new time slot for the show every week? No, no. Kylie was just, she had a big girl thing, and uh, we had to push it back. I had to go to um, F- Florida problems. I had to go to a training about the new legislation and things like that. Uh, but that's, let's not get into that, because it's a bummer. And you know what's not a bummer, Tag Talk? Mike says, shout out the showboat hoodie. Showboat hoodie, by the way. Yeah. Showboat. Uh, anyway. But anyway, back to CM Punk. So I guess we'll just start at the top and we'll just give you kind of the rundown. So CM Punk does this promo about Hangman Page. um, And someone, it was like reported Hangman Page had gone or was booked for collision, but like wasn't allowed in the building. They changed it last minute. And then it comes out, Dave Meltzer um, says, oh, Ryan Nemeth was supposed to be in the building. And then throughout the day, like basically everybody who's someone in, you know, the scoops side of wrestling media reports something about this. So Ryan Nemeth couldn't come. Matt Hardy couldn't come. Isaiah Cassidy couldn't come. Christopher uh, Daniels, Daniels couldn't which come. Which is so crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know, Christopher Daniels is the head of talent relations for AEW. Yeah. And reportedly, granted, this could all be like a complete work and we're all, like, AEW's conspiring against us. I don't know. Reportedly... CM Punk did not want Christopher Daniels backstage because Christopher Daniels was involved in Brawl Out and was allowed backstage at Collision when Ace Steel was not allowed backstage at Collision. Uh, Which I feel like there's some layers missing there in that argument. It's not entirely logical. But I just have to say, if you have a talent who cannot relate to the head of talent relations, that's a problem. And um, so apparently, granted, it's reported, it's speculated, it's he said, she said, whatever. Um, CM Punk apparently has some kind of sway in who gets to be on Collision. He's reportedly, and I believe this, very protective of Collision, wants Collision to be like his baby. He wants it to be like his vision of wrestling, very insulated, his little island, presu- his like drama free island. I think Nick Hausman uh reported that he wanted to be drama free, which means uh if he wanted to be drama free, then it can't be anybody who sympathizes with the elite, which is where the Ryan Nemeth thing came in. Because Ryan Nemeth had tweeted a long time ago, so so long ago I forgot that Ryan Nemeth had tweeted this, if I'm being completely honest, but apparently it's been living in CM Punk's mind um about CM Punk being soft or the softest man alive, or whatever it was. And CM Punk reportedly confronted Ryan Nemeth about this. Um, there was a, some kind of confrontation, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, Tony Khan has given CM Punk, reportedly, a lot of leeway and a lot of control over Collision and the brand and the talent and the booking and that kind of stuff, which is a little bit weird, and it's a little bit nasty, if we're being honest, especially if his goal is to be as free of the elite and like the elite universe as possible when you're under the same company, AEW, and you're doing that. It's a little weird. 
It's a little sketch, especially when it appears the Young Bucks and FTR can work together and they can do the, do the, de- do the deed all in and they can do what needs to be done. Uh, and then, but it's people like Ryan Nemeth um, who kind of get caught in like the crossfire for no good reason. Like the, I don't listen. I should Ryan Nemeth have tweeted that CM Punk was the softest man alive. No, I think it's dumb, but like this was a year ago that brawlout happened and like, we're still hashing these issues and it's so exhausting and it's so tiring. And I don't know how Tony Khan logistically and morally and ethically can put CM Punk on this island that is collision and let him run wild. And that's the thing at the end of the day, like this is Tony's company. It's not Punk's company. It's not the elite's company. This is Tony's company. And he needs to start treating it like that and being a boss instead of a buddy. Yeah. And being afraid of, you know, a ticking time bomb on either side going off. Yeah. And listen, I, when the collision was announced and it was said it was going to be like the CM Punk thing and we were getting names who were going to be on it, FTR, House of Black, whatever. It's like, okay, well, now you have an opportunity to do a second show that looks different from Dynamite. And now you also don't have to like force basically Kenny Omega versus CM Punk. Like you can figure it out and let it breathe and then come back to it. Um, which I thought was the goal. But Christopher Daniels, who is not just a wrestler at AW, he's the head of talent relations. This is like a corporate office guy. He's like, this is you, being kicked out of collision, reportedly, allegedly, because CM Punk thought it was unfair that a steal who bit Kenny Omega in a fight. Ace Steel's not allowed back because he, he got fired. Um, and now, somehow, that's equated to the head of talent relations not being allowed to go relate to talent and do his thing, do his job. Like, though, these are not two situations that should be comparable. And I think Tony Khan really does need to put his foot down and let CM Punk know that these are not comparable things. That CM Punk doesn't just get... We all advocate for our friends. A- any job, any business, is of it's about who you know and how you know them. That's nepotism is just the name of the game. That how ha- that's how the world works, unfortunately, in this economy. But at the end of the day, like see, Tony Khan can't just sign off on anything CM Punk wants. It's just like like you can't do it. And I I don't understand because I think what really got me today. It confused me about this. And maybe people in the chat can like relate to this as well. I thought that CM Punk was hustling to get closer to the elite. To work with them. That's what I thought. But I guess not. Unless. Maybe he like wants no one else but the elite. (laughs) Like. I The math isn't mathing for me. Like I don't understand. Because. The young I mean, bucks are fucking Joe. Like maybe he just really wants a piece of the I don't know because the young bucks and FTR can sit down and work it out and do a match, right? They're fine. Well, and like at the end of the day, like they may have their problems, but like FTR wasn't involved in you know that when it happened. So I feel like you know there's less kind of emotions involved in that. Like they understand, you know, like this is punk's thing with them and not you know they're there to support yeah. their friends not get involved even though they yeah. anyway <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just crazy to me and i just the young bucks being back in the tag division yeah. is the right move obviously mm-hmm. i'm not arguing against it but it's also like it adds more pressure to the looming cm punk issue because now you don't have to worry about, you know, CMFTR versus the Elite. But, like, the big, big money singles match that is Kenny Omega versus CM Punk is now a problem. And that is probably the biggest match AW could do right now with their current roster. Um, but I just, this, this entire collision thing, it's drama-free, but only, you know, the people CM Punk wants which in, in itself creates drama in AW because now, but I guess that's a, a dynamite issue. 
I guess Ryan Nemeth goes and vents his frustrations at Dynamite. I don't know. Like, I don't know how, how Tony Khan is balancing these two different worlds and being sort of like an intermediary, because apparently Christopher Daniels can't do it, being an intermediary between Wednesday and Saturday night of who who can and cannot go to Collision and who can and cannot go to Dynamite. Because correct me if I'm wrong, maybe someone knows, I don't think that the Elite have, or Christopher Daniels for that matter, or Ryan Nemeth for that matter, have ever said, you can't come to Dynamite. Kenny Omega just said the other day that he would go to Collision. Yeah, he, he I did. Thought we were moving forward. I, thought we... I was like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe we're going to get it. And maybe we, we are so are. naive. There's just, it's too much. We were so naive. We really sat here on Tag Talk, Haley, and we said, listen, I think we're getting, you know, this CMFTR. (laughs) We really said that. We really did. Because Kenny Omega said that thing, which I'm not trying, and I don't want it to sound like I'm trying to say the elite are like problem free and not problematic because you don't fight with someone backstage physically and then do the whole you know, the drama and the dirt sheets and the promos and all that. And like the elite have done stuff as well. But I also feel like, and maybe if we take out the hangman page promo that CM Punk did, because apparently he tried to do something. It didn't come across how he wanted it, whatever. But it's like this whole, like Tony Khan, what are you doing? And you remember like a few months ago, all those people were promoted to positions of power, mm-hmm. like to help with this, like talent relations stuff. Like, where are they? What are they doing? Let's catch up on the Super Chats real quick. Kaden. Mm-hmm. Kaden said, not much wrestling news this week. Yeah, definitely not. Right, not like, we haven't ranted about uh, some of it for the past 20 minutes. Um, but it was a good It was a good rant. It was necessary, you know? Mm-hmm. And ooh, I lost the other one. This chat is moving very strangely. Um... Another super chat here, very generous super chat from Derek. So are we just going to disregard Punk's promo that Nemeth was responding to? Punk was literally calling others soft, not to their face, but is mad that it wasn't said to their face. To this yeah, I mean, and that's a good point. And I think the thing about Ryan Nemeth, uh, I think a lot of people have taken the opportunity to really like poke fun at his spot on the card and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think Ryan Nemeth is a big, like proponent of well he's a big supporter of wrestling first of all wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it i got a huge assist from grammarly an ai writing partner that helped me make my point and it works everywhere i write summarizing a doc only took one click when everyone uses grammarly everything just makes sense go to grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I'm also a big proponent of like workers' rights and like, yeah. you know, people being able to 
feel comfortable at their job. So I have no doubt that when Punk was calling other people soft or, you know, the other things that were happening at the time, I have no doubt that he might've taken personal issue with that. But I also think um, because the situation was so heated and presumably was heated before the public knew about it, before Brawl Out, um, I think censoring your thoughts on Twitter is probably a good idea. So I don't think Ryan Nemeth is 100% in the wrong. And I definitely don't think he's in the wrong for getting kicked off collision. Um, but I think that, like, I think there's, like, a certain professionalism that wrestlers should conduct themselves with on Twitter and backstage that's missing in AEW. Um, <laughs> I don't know where the issue comes in because... You can say it's all CM Punk and CM Punk is the problem and AEW needs, you know, to fix the CM Punk problem. But it's like, why are, is there a system backstage where CM Punk isn't stopped? Why is there no red tape? Like, you need some. You need someone. To, you, like, Tony Khan can't just be our first line of defense here. Like, because clearly he's just going to do what CM Punk wants to do because he likes wrestling and he likes CM Punk. But it's like, where are all the other people? Like, you have a legal officer you have like all these people promoted backstage. And as far as I'm concerned, Punk, as far as I know, Punk doesn't have an executive role in AEW. Maybe he does. And I'm just out of the loop. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But it's like, I don't, the, the dots are not connecting for me. There's like major, major issues, especially on the collision side that I just cannot make sense of. Ace says Punk wore a SAG after shirt. So. It's it, Listen, we love people supporting the strike, but it's kind of ironic that Nemeth was sent home after everything that he's done with, you know, broadcasting the strike and stuff on BTE and his Listen. support of the strike. Um, that's just really funny to me. And you know what? I'm part of a union. Part of the reason why Tag Talk was late today is because the, we were doing union things that, you know, there's a crisis in Florida and all that kind of stuff. I get it. But not everybody who's in a union walks the walk. And I'm not saying that about Punk or Nemeth, but like uh, being part of the union itself. And I don't know if I'm presuming that Punk is part of the union. Most actors, like if you get a role, you get admission to the union, like, um, but I think that I think the big takeaway from that is that wrestlers need a union because if there was a union, then Ryan Nemeth and Matt Hardy and Christopher Daniels could, you know, file a grievance against the situation. And then union, the union itself would have power against Tony Khan. But it's the fact that there's no wrestlers union. There's no AW union. And it's like Tony Khan just lets people do what they want, I guess. Which is ironic when you think about it because Tony Khan, you know, 2019 takes booking power away from the elite, probably rightly so because of the Dark Order angle that was really bad, and starts booking everything himself. But, like, CM Punk gets chance of CM Punk backstage and to send people home and, like, change things, which is not very pro-union. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. That's not where that's not class consciousness. That's not worker solidarity. That's uh yes, actually. The Bucks uh when they were on um Swerve's podcast, they were talking about this. And Matt said that um he hopes that you know it would lead to that eventually. Um mm -hmm. it was a really good interview, and I recommend checking it out. They gave a lot of perspective. So definitely go check it out. I don't want to mince their words. So yeah, I'm just rattling it off the top of my head. But go check it out. Yeah, and <clears throat> I have no doubt in my mind that CM Punk, and you know I don't know him, so grain of salt. He probably legitimately a hundred percent supports the strike and the writer strike, and he probably a hundred percent legitimately supports you know the women's right things because i know people were sharing the picture of him today with like the you know my body my choice whatever the saying was that shirt he's probably a hundred percent a supporter but when we when it comes to, and this is going to be a little preachy but bear with me when it comes to workers rights and like labor movements 
you have to kind of, that's like a commitment. Like you have to live your life fully aware of the fact that workers are fighting for rights and fighting for, you know, all these different things that are happening. You can't just wear a shirt and say, I'm part of the union. I support the union. I pay my dues. And then like not have that be part of your life being like, you know, supporting poor people or supporting the worker, all that kind of stuff. That's like, that's a commitment. That's like a lifestyle thing. Um, And I don't see that here. I don't see, first of all, I don't think Ryan Nemeth is a threat to CM Punk ever. I don't think Ryan Nemeth being um, part of collision would ever cause drama backstage. I, I don't know where CM Punk is making that jump. Um, he does seem to like hold on to things and carry them with him. And then, you know, he did it with the Hangman Page promo. He did it here with Ryan Nemeth. Like things get to him emotionally. Totally here for it. But if, like there's a certain point in time where like your ethics and the ethics that you proclaim to have for like in this case, workers' rights and unions, like you have to, that has to be part of your decision making and your life. Like you can't just, it's it's performative if you just wear the shirt or, you know, go to a strike like um, what Stephen Amell <laughs> and, that, and that kind of stuff. Like holding a sign is great and it's wonderful and people need to be on the picket lines, but like walk the walk, you know? And that's why unions have so much trouble in the U S is because people don't walk the walk. They just, you know, pay their dues and go to a protest. And then that's that. Well, to be fair, I do think that, I mean, AJ is a screenwriter. Um, she's a writer. So I feel like, Whatever. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I have no dog in this fight, but uh, we got another super chat from Will. I know I'm not backstage, but this is people in their 30s and 40s. Why is this still a problem? All in is in a few is a few weeks away, and the drama yeah. makes this show an afterthought. And I'm sure you know, like the drama is intentional to, like Kylie said earlier, to kind of stir up you know attention. Whatever you know, people are chronically online and they live for drama, especially in wrestling. Um, but I'll be honest, all of this has really kind of soured wrestling for me. Um, I have a hard time wanting to watch weekly shows uh, because of all of the constant drama online, and not even just with the wrestlers, just with the fandom in general, just everything going on Mm -hmm. every single day. I just cannot do it anymore. (laughs) So I have a hard time wanting to watch anything outside of, like, pay-per-views, really. Yeah, and I watch Dynamite um, because I do prefer Dynamite to Collision. It has nothing to do with CM Punk. It's just like what I like in wrestling, I prefer Dynamite to Collision. That's not to say Collision is bad. I do like Collision. But um, I do think that when you have a system in place, whether that's a union or just like better backstage um, management, people who are 30 and 40 – you know, you're always going to have conflict in a workplace. There's always going to be people who don't get along, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's why HR was invented. Mm-hmm. And, like, other things were invented to, like, mitigate conflict and stop people from being annoying. And I, I guess AEW doesn't have a good system in place. I don't know. But it's, like, I – people are just – there's really – Oh, Caden said, someone said Tony isn't announcing all-out matches because he's waiting to see who he's suspending after All-In. Listen. Brawl in and Brawl Out 2.0, baby. Listen, All-Out is going to be super weird. One, because it's so close to All-In for some reason. Two, it's in Chicago. And three, like, everyone's going to be thinking about Brawl Out from last year. And I I don't know know what they're going to do. Like, okay, CM Punk, I mean, you would have to just put CM Punk against, like, a mega heel, I think. Because he's gonna get cheered. So if you put him against a baby face, that's, like, really bad. So, I don't know. I honestly, All Out is, like, so far off my radar that it's not even registering. And I'm gonna be there. I'm traveling there. And I'm just not even thinking about that. I'm thinking about All In. Um, And All In is gonna be such a great show. But if, like, if it's after the show and we're watching the press conference and CM Punk is at the press conference and something happens, I'm going to be so upset. 
I, if AEW has made no improvements from last year to this year about like media training and what's appropriate to say as a professional and how to handle your conflicts, I don't know. And I love AEW. I really do. And, and I know Haley does too, but it's like this stuff just is so bad. I hate bad workplaces when you can like, see, like just looking in, you can see the toxicity and the harmful things. And it's such an easy fix. But like Tony Khan, for some reason, it doesn't register with him the same as it does with other people. He like the politics of wrestling, I guess. Wrestling is probably more political than other occupations. I don't know. But it's like, I think Tony Khan likes this political push and pull. I think he thinks like, oh, I'm in WCW. <laughs> oh, I'm in the business. Like, that's what happens when fans get involved. And like the management side of wrestling, it's just, it's natural is what happens. But I don't know how you can be the son of a billionaire. You have an executive position in AW, an executive position in an NFL team, and in a, you know, a pro soccer team pro football team and like and you own ring of honor <laughs> yeah and like you don't you've grown up around business because your dad is a businessman and like you don't pick up like to like tricks of the trade or like what's good in business and what's professional and what's not and honestly it's giving nepo baby <laughs> it's giving nepo baby oh man that's a whole other conversation but um what else were we gonna talk about i don't even know i don't remember 40 minutes into the show and i have no idea what we're supposed to catch me up on the chat jackie says i used to think i worked in a toxic environment and now i don't feel so bad honestly yeah um because something about this is like so it like makes my head hurt trying to think about like just how it gets how it got to this place where CM Punk apparently has more pull than the head of talent relations. I don't understand it. Listen, it's giving Nepo baby. That is like, honestly, I've been holding on to that. I've been thinking that about Tony Khan for a long time and I'm glad I got it off my chest. I mean, you're right. And you should say it. It's true. Yeah, I'm getting a lot off my chest today. Like I'm really like, I have a lot of thoughts about Tony Khan. But you know who aren't Nepo babies? The tag talk girlies. And that's why you should support us. Honestly, you should. Because well, not you know the only reason why, but it is a reason why. You know what? We're pro-union. Um, we're not the children of billionaires. It couldn't be me. Um, and we're funny. <laughs> we're perfect. I mean... <laughs> yeah, we're perfect. Uh, we have no problems whatsoever. Nope. Nothing. Um, personally, podcast says to be fair, Vince is also a Nepo baby. Do you think that me saying Tony Khan is a Nepo baby is me absolving Vince McMahon of anything? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely? <laughs> because if you know anything about me, I despise Vince McMahon. We're not even going to go there right now. We're, we're no. just. We're not. I, I don't have like the bandwidth to tolerate. <laughs> I don't even I, I don't even want to acknowledge that he exists. And what's funny is I'm looking right now at my CM Punk action figure and I'm like, how could you do that? <laughs> Honestly, I kind of wish I was an Apple baby too. Purely yeah. because like I don't know. I feel like there are like some good Nepo babies, like good in the sense of like they're self-aware and they yeah. you know, they they try, they try to be better about it um but i would be one of those nepo babies or like maybe i would just like be a nepo baby not have any social media like no contact with anybody you know what i mean like one of those kind of nepo babies i feel like that'd yeah. be a good life just rich yeah. and unbothered it made me think of like all these child actors who are getting together to like campaign for children's rights in um hollywood and like yeah. all that kind of stuff and well, i mean good on you I've been very vocal this week about my hatred of family vloggers, but um, I think that there's a right way and maybe a more ethical way to be a Nepo baby or to grow up in a place. So like in a way that, so like you're set for life, like a lot of actors yeah. and things or like Do Dominic Mysterio, like you're just set, like you have these connections that you get from your parents. 
Um, there's a right way to do it and an ethical way to do it. But I think the issue is, uh, and I, I don't remember who said it. I watched a video about it on TikTok. Sometimes when you're raised in that environment, you kind of have blinders to like the real world. So like you don't, you don't really know what it's like to be a worker or what it's like to be middle class or working class. Um, and it's like Ace says in the chat, you can't choose who you were born to. Absolutely. But I think you can choose to expose yourself to the world and see yeah. the world and see people and learn about what the world is really, really like um, outside of your little, you know, rich bubble, which I think there's not a lot of incentive for Nepo babies to make that jump. Um, some of them do it too. Like Caden says, Cody Rhodes is a good Nepo baby. Jack Quaid. Absolutely. Um, but it's, and I'm not saying this is Tony Khan because I honestly, I know nothing about Tony Khan, uh, but just Nepo babies in general, there's not a lot of incentive to do that because they can live a happy, healthy life, make billions and never once meet um, someone who works for them. That, that could totally happen. But um, before we get too like sidetracked and on a tangent, uh, that's why we need unions. <laughs> uh, I want to make a shield joke so bad right now. <laughs> the shield. Honestly, I um, the Fightful Twitter account had tweeted like, what's your unpopular wrestling take? Yeah. And I quote tweeted with John Moxley is better than Roman Reigns because I genuinely believe that. <laughs> oh no. Um, Haley and I were planning tag talk today. And I was like, we gotta talk about CM Punk. And then I was like, don't even get me started on the bloodline. Cause after so like tag talk last week, we talked a little bit about the bloodline and like where the story was going and where we thought it could go. And then this week I'm just like, eh. Like it's fine. Like, I'm just not into it. I'm not invested. And Roman is a big reason why. I'm just so over Roman Reigns. I'm sorry, guys. Like, I can't hide anymore. Like, in all honesty, this is like Honesty Hour Tag Talk. We should rename this episode to Honesty Hour. Um, I can't do it. Every match looks the same. Every promo was the same. He always looks the same. He does his hair the same. He talks the same. Everything is the same. And he's always, like, WWE is the same. Because Roman is the same. And I just... Don't even get me started on Austin Theory. So, he said, a popular wrestling take, Austin Theory was always overrated, even since the beginning of his wrestling career. Listen, I think it's really hilarious that that match against John Cena was supposed to catapult this man and his, like, wrestling career. And it didn't. It actually tanked him somehow because he didn't elevate himself. And then he got a jumper entrance at SummerSlam. And then he lost his title. But, like, good. <laughs> I don't think that's an unpopular wrestling take at all. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Austin Theory, I'm never, ever, ever going to, like, personally attack or, like, criticize an individual for getting the opportunity to wrestle John Cena. That's not Austin Theory's fault. But, like, I agree. Ace, that's all I'm going to say. I agree. Um, Lawrence okay, says Roman, Roman should dye his hair bleach blonde. Roman with frosted tips? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I'm into that, Lawrence. Um, anyway, any other, like, unpopular wrestling takes? This is fun. <laughs> Uh, guys, this is honesty hour. That's what this tag talk is. We're just going to be honest with each other. I love how we just, we had this whole plan of what we were going to talk about. And then we ran about CM Punk, Nepo Babies, Unions. <laughs> like, Listen. Now, now we're just airing our grievances out about wrestling. And I, love I had it. a long day. And once I, it's like ever all my opinions were in a bottle and you unplug the cork and I'm just out. Because <laughs> I, Listen. I got a lot of opinions and I never rant about them. And maybe I should. Maybe I should. Maybe I should like have a diary. Yeah. Um, video diary. Oh, thoughts on Asuka going off on stardom. I, I, I like saw you say that a few times in the chat and I didn't say anything because personally I don't know enough about the situation to talk about it really. Um, but I do know that um, I don't know if it's a work 
or a shoot that between Asuka and Stardom. But I'm never going to begrudge um, an individual for having beef with a company. Um, so Asuka can do her thing. She's great. I think Asuka is one of the best talent to come out of Japan ever. I think she's one of the best women's wrestlers ever. Um, so yeah, I can you can I can like Asuka and like Stardom, and life's fine. Um, I follow a lot of people that gave a lot of great perspective on this. Um, that follow, uh, you know, Joshi and Stardom and stuff. Um, I'm gonna butcher her username, but uh, I think it's Saya or Saya, my name. Uh, she gave a lot of really great perspective on that. So definitely, um, go check out her kind of tweets on that. Mm-hmm. It's S E I Y A, my name, if you want to do that check it out um because i'm just not well versed enough in i watch japanese promotions but when it comes to like the politics of japanese promotions i'm not well versed in it um mainly because i don't speak japanese so so like when japanese twitter is talking about it and joshi twitter is talking about it like a lot of things just get just get lost in translation um so what i hear about this kind of drama is like what fightful select reports when something big happens or what have you that kind of stuff Caden is putting a lot of unpopular tweets, unpopular opinions. I see in them and I'm ignoring every single one. Gaten. Mike <laughs> says Kylie and Haley address their enemies is so sick. Listen, I have a lot of enemies. I have a list, like a physical list, and Haley can attest to this. She's seen this list. When I have like beef with someone, and this is like something my therapist taught me, which you guys could take the free therapy advice. Um, <laughs> if I have beef with someone and it's like really personal, I put them on my list and I write a letter airing my grievances i fold it up i put it away it's true you guys should see my block list on twitter because i'm not calling it x i have like 500 people (laughs) i think i'm at like 2000 (laughs) (laughs) i just so like sometimes sean will tweet something and you know it's sean yeah and people will attack him for it whatever and i'm like block 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 my favorite thing I, i guess it's not my favorite thing actually um is he'll like retweet us or like respond to us or something and like i always get nervous because i'm like always gonna invite all the people that i don't want to see this tweet and so i just like preemptively block people i preemptively block too (laughs) if i see someone being mean to sean or being mean to kate or rob i'm like "Eh, block and sometimes people will be like i can't believe i'm blocked by so many people at fightful and i'm like that's because if and one they, person blocks you, a badge of honor. Like you're an yeah. idiot. <laughs> like, well, when it's like if one person at Fightful blocks you, chances are the rest are gonna block you. Yeah, because that's just how it works. <laughs> um, so unpopular opinion. Does Caden have a letter? Yes, I no. Seen it. No, no, not one of my angry letters. I'm just kidding. I haven't. <laughs> um, so there was. Uh, where were we um yeah just unpopular opinions you guys can keep sharing them because i think it's i think it's therapeutic to just get them off your chest um why do you guys do that we should talk about mercedes and diamante yes uh so they teamed on collision and for first of all i'm so excited to see uh diamante yeah like have the spotlight on Collision because I feel like she's always been somebody that is so underutilized um, since she got signed to AEW, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just so happy to see her kind of get the spotlight. But when I was watching them wrestle together, I was like, man, like, I would really like to see them be, like, tag champs for, like, the women's yeah. division. Like, I think that that would be really freaking cool. I love them together as a tag team and individually, but they work really well together. They really do. It almost feels like they're a natural pairing, but also like the way that they they look together and the way they kind of wrestle, like yeah. they blend seamlessly. And it, it's, so, it's so funny when tag teams are formed and you're like, why didn't I think of that sooner? And this is one of the tag teams for me that's like that. Um, I think Mercedes Martinez always shows out when she's in AEW. Like, I think it's undeniable. And Diamante... I think her start in AW kind of got hindered by other drama that was happening. Um, yeah. And then, you know, kind of getting lost in the sauce there. Yeah. But 
she's an exceptional talent and she's such a kind person too. I've interacted with her a few times, met her a few times. Um, she's always great. And I love them together. And I think that they're so different from all the other pairings or groupings in the women's division. Um, not that there's a ton in the women's division, if we're being honest. Uh, I don't want to get, I don't want to get into women's divisions discussion, but I love them together. And I really hope that they can do something big with them. I don't know what it would be because um, AW doesn't really commit to women's tag in any kind of meaningful way. But I think, I think they have something there. There's like money there. I think it's something special. For sure. And I was thinking about this too. I was like, what if they added uh, Thunder Rosa too? Like that would be a really good trio, I feel like. Yeah. I think I, I do like Thunder Rosa as a wrestler and as a person. Granted, I haven't had substantial interactions with her or talked to her. But the times that I have talked to her, she's been, like, super polite, super yeah. kind. And, like, I don't know the backstage drama there. I don't care about the backstage drama there. That is not my job. But what is my job is talking about wrestling that I would like to see. And I do think um, because they're all Latinas and Latinas kind of get this stigma where and i think it's like a racial stigma where people people are like they're so aggressive and they're so loud and blah 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 um i think really pushing them whether it's with under rosa or not mercedes and diamante really pushing them far and uh really giving them the space to sort of redefine themselves i think it's super super important outside of just these individual wrestlers career into like the whole perception of latinas in wrestling um so I don't know where I was going with that Thunder Rosa thing, but I listen Thunder Rosa. She was on like the Collision um, PR stuff. Yeah, so listen, I'm excited. Um, you guys are still going with your unpopular opinions. <laughs> I really like it. Um, uh, let's see. Kaden has like 50. We should go where. Kaden says, yes, Haley and Kylie, I don't know when y'all get there, but we should go. Get to Chicago? Where are we going? Oh, oh, Mindy's? Mindy's? Sure. Okay. I guess. Are you banking? <laughs> yeah, Kaden, is this? <laughs> what is this? Um, okay. All right. I have to address this. because I just okay. Haley will never get a picture with me. Listen. All right. I didn't get a lot of, I didn't get pictures with a lot of people when I was in Detroit. I was a busy working gal. I was girl bossing way too close to the sun that trip. I was busy. I'm sorry. I I should have come and found you, especially when I ran to the floor. Um, <laughs> but my feet hurt so bad. I just couldn't. But I promise we will get that picture very soon. Listen, you guys, you gotta come find me at wrestling shows. No, uh, if you if you see us, do not be afraid to come and say hello or ask I think, a picture or whatever. If we're I think people sometimes they get like intimidated like because people have seen me at wrestling shows and texted me or dm'd me i mean yeah. after and been like oh i, sh- I should have said hi to you i'm like i was just scared because you were with people i didn't know and like true i do travel with people who you have never seen and you will mm-hmm. never see um but like i'm still there and as long as you're not like a creep like they don't care if you come up and say hi to me like someone saw me i went to dynamite in tampa Someone saw me and DM'd me after and was like, but you were with, like, two other people and I didn't know them, blah, blah, blah. They were getting a kick out of it. I shook so many hands, Dynamite in Tampa, and my friends were like, oh, my God, you're famous. You're, like, so <laughs> famous, which I'm not. But it was just because people came and said hi to me um, and did the thing and said hi. I also saw Caden at Dynamite in Tampa. Um, he did not buy me anything, by the way. But just come say hi. Uh. Ace says, popular opinion, Jack the Jobber versus Caden Lee. <laughs> I love Jack the Jobber. Love that man. Um, oh, this is this is going to get us in trouble. Kylie Ace Haley says, says <laughs> Joel. Listen, I love In the Weeds, but I love Joel more. Yeah. Period. We, we have a... Um, an allegiance to Jeremy and Joel. So <laughs> they listen, Jeremy and Joel were there for me and Haley when we were really going through it. 
if there's no Jeremy and Joel, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, me and Haley would have left less of media. We we were on the verge of (laughs) We went through a lot, okay? Um, and Jeremy and Joel really grabbed us out of the out of the trenches and yanked us up and gave us tack talk. So you guys owe them. I mean, we do, but you too. Derek Uh, says there shouldn't be AW women's tag belts until there are actual teams that are willing to be a tag team, normal random women thrown together, then breaking up like WWE and Impact. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um and I don't think we're gonna get women's tag belts for a while. I mean, we just got trios belts last year. Mm-hmm. So I think they definitely have time to build that division up and build depth. But they do have a lot of pairings, kind of natural pairings, um, that they could do. Like, you know, uh, Bunny and Penelope. I would really love to see them uh, kind of tear it up in the tag division. You know, Mercedes and uh, Diamante, as we said. Uh, and there are other uh, pairings, too, that I think could work. But definitely, yeah. definitely they should wait. Please yeah. do not push her. Please do not butcher another women's tag division. I can't handle it. Yeah, I 100% agree, especially because the WWE women's tag division got off to, like, a hot start. Mm-hmm. But then, as time goes on, it more and more feels like an afterthought and also just something that was done for, um, like, publicity, like PR, which is not women, you know, if we're going to really commit to it, we have to commit to it. And AEW just doesn't have, you know, the depth when it comes to women's tag to really sustain a division in a meaningful way. And by that, I mean like having a story and things like that. They barely have enough to sustain the two women's titles they have. Um, granted that's like a booking issue and a time issue more than it is like a talent issue, but it's true. So well, I would like to see a women's tag division and I think they could make it work. I think they could do the thing and, you know, have a lot of fun with it. If it's going to be a WWE situation, then I'd rather just not have it. Because I feel like there's a point where having a division can be good. But it's also like if the commitment isn't there and the attention isn't there, it does more harm. Yeah. So like you have, if you're going to do it, do it. If you're not, then just not. Because it's better off not having it there at that point. Ace says the indie should have more women's tag teams too. Should we like make an episode on this? I would love to like talk about like our favorite indie female tag teams or something. I feel like that'd be fun. Yeah. I think there's, and I, I don't know if I said this on a show before. I might have. There's like a new generation of women's wrestlers on the indies, like the Billy Starks generation, the really, really young ones, but also just like people who came in when she came in, not just her age. Um, I feel like that wave of women's wrestlers is going to be so important for WWE, for AW, for Ring of Honor, for all these promotions. Uh, and I think that's like a really great thing because they're so focused on not just their own careers, but on uplifting women's wrestling and bringing women up with them. And, you know, women's tag team wrestling has become part of that. So I'm really excited for like the next five to 10 years, like what, becomes women's wrestling and then like all the young the young girls who are watching this new generation um what they do in wrestling how they uplift the generation after them like the ball has really gotten started rolling Caden said pussy for AEW listen I would love to see Allie and Effie in AEW if not signed just you know, doing more with them um, yeah. in ROH or, you know, just random dark matches with AEW. I would love to see them do more. But Well, I do know that Effie is, like, really committed to, like, the independent contractor, yeah. like, yeah. support workers. Um, as he should. As he should. So I don't think that they would ever sign to AEW. Yeah. You know, never say never, obviously, it's wrestling. But I would like to see them. Yeah. Um, just because they're great. And I think that they're different. And they're like unapologetically themselves. Which I feel like wrestling oh, really does need more. They're so fun. Yeah. Um, Where did Mike go? He said, don't get me started on t- tag team wrestling in the indies. Oh, uh, <laughs> Listen, the, the indies? We're not going to get started on because we're coming up on an hour. But Haley and I don't talk about it often. But like we have thoughts and opinions about a lot of things that have happened on the Indies that listen, it's kind of in shambles. (laughs) 
I kind of just watch it from like the outside now. Like I'm just looking through a window. Like you're like not personally invested. You're just no, like more. No, I just like see it happening, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm just gonna ignore that. <laughs> and yeah, I honestly, my other West Wing too. <laughs> yeah, I see something on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have booked that anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, Izzy did debut. Uh, I didn't see the match, uh, but I saw clips on Twitter, um, and I kind of love that she kind of shadowed, um, you know, Bailey with the little girl. Like, I just thought that was really sweet. Yeah. And Jazzy, yeah, <laughs> shadowed uh, Sasha, which I also thought was hilarious. Um, yeah, we need more of I, that. I support all, all young people. I shouldn't say all. I support young people really um, getting into wrestling. Um, like I said, like the Billy Starks of the world, uh, especially when they're women, because to me, wrestling is getting safer and safer. So like the longevity of their career is going to be great. And we need more women's veterans who, um, in the same way that the men's division has veterans who like have been in here for decades and decades and decades and understand like all these nuances and these things. And I think we're getting to a point now in the women's side of things where we have some of them, like the Madison reigns of the world. Um, but like, we need more. Uh, so I'm excited that we have more wrestlers, wrestlers in the women's division. It's like when the, the men's it used to be like bodybuilders who just got into wrestling. And then now it's like wrestlers, wrestlers, like the, like the young bucks generations, like the fans of wrestling. We're getting there with the women's side of things, which I'm really excited for. Um, and I feel like I have my own opinions on that because I feel like a lot of that crop of women were obviously just naturally fans of, you know, like the Divas era, um, yeah. or like the early 2000s, or even, you know, like the Total Divas era. And I feel like there's a lot of misogyny surrounding that, and I just wish it would stop because I don't think it matters what kind of wrestling... Yeah. Got you into wrestling. I don't think it matters. We all like yeah. wrestling, and that's cool. And you know, it's something that can unite a bunch of people. And if you like Total Divas, if you like the Divas era, like, why does it matter? Yeah, that's how I got back into wrestling, and I'm not ashamed to say that. So, <laughs> there's a lot of different ways to do wrestling, and that's what makes it fun. Um, Haley, we're coming up on an hour, so. I think we covered everything we wanted to cover. Did you have any final thoughts about, I guess, anything? <laughs> what I, think, I think we got all all of our thoughts out this entire episode. I don't think I don't think I could even come up with a coherent final thought. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I will say we didn't have anything special planned for this episode, despite it being our fiftieth episode. But I did just want to say thank you to everybody that's in the chat right now, everybody that super chatted, everybody that consistently watches the shows every week. We love you guys. We love the support. Um, and truly, we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you guys and the constant support, um, especially when, you know, things happen and we take mental health breaks or, you know, just time off. Uh, the support outside of our fightful projects really means a lot to both of us so yeah thank you um my final thought was um just support unions i guess don't cross the picket lines do not be a scab yeah um thank you for like sticking it out for this kind of chaotic episode (laughs) i know that you're kind of all over the place yeah jackie (laughs) says this is so fun and chaotic um this is how Kylie we and I work like every day. Like this is just like a chat between us. Like this yeah. is our text conversations. Just this is what me. this is what it's like to be in a group chat with us if you're ever curious. <laughs> um listen, we didn't intend for this episode to be kind of all over the place, but that's the nature of CM Punk and that's the nature of Tag Talk. So it was all over the place, but we got there in the end and we covered everything we were gonna cover. Look, the title Young Bucks Re-Enter AW Tag Division did it. TMFTR did it. Mercedes Martinez and Diamante did it. Tag Talk 50. We got this down. Um, thank you guys so much for being here. Haley, do you want to do your plugs? Yes. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Haleyann underscore. I'm not used to being on the side still. At Haleyann underscore. Um, 
I my Substack. I uh, the Wrestling Muse, and I have another Substack where I do like more personal essays. So if you guys want to check that out, it's linked um, on my Twitter bio. Still not calling it X. Don't care. Um, I also wrote a book. It's called Eating the Indies. I know I talk about it every week, but I'm just so proud of it. And the fact that I'm a published author is at 23 is crazy. Um, so you can purchase that on Amazon if you would like. It comes in Kindle and hardcover. Um, and, you know, if you pick up a copy and you see me at a show and you want me to sign it or something, I'll do it. I'll do it. But it's also a great little thing to get signed by all the wrestlers in the book. Uh, Billy Starks is in it. Allison Kay. Effie. A bunch of people. Um, so definitely do that. And I think that's it. My brain just fried mid-sentence. <laughs> Big plug time. You can follow me on Twitter at Kylie Wrestling. If I'm on a show, if I'm doing a project, I'll post it there. Um, I'm starting my PhD. So, like, I'm going to kind of be, like, in and out on Twitter. Um, but I'm going to do my best to stay active there because that's the only place that you guys can find me. Everything else is private. So, just a heads up, stop trying to follow me on Instagram. You're going to get denied every time. Um, sorry. But this is Fightful Overbooked. Um, this is like the ESPN2 to Fightful's ESPN. Uh, Fightful hit 100,000 subscribers today. Yes. Way to go. Like, you guys, when that happened, I was like, oh. Like, this is that's like a major milestone 100K on YouTube. It really is. Um, and I know Sean and everybody's like super, super proud and excited about it. So thank you guys for that. Fightful Overbooked, subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. Um, there's a lot of great shows on this channel, a lot of great people. Um, and it's just a lot of just fun, good time stuff like this. So make make sure you subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. Uh, make sure you like this video, comment your thoughts. Like every video you watch on Fightful Overbooked, do it. Uh, just help us out. YouTube is a lot. Um what else what else is part of the big plug oh this is tag talk we are normally live mondays at three but today we were a little bit late because i had other things that i had to do i'm very very sorry um but normally monday at 3 p.m eastern live on fightful overbooked um not every episode will be this wild and chaotic and like ranty and fun but like i had fun doing it i love having honesty hour with you guys we should do more honesty hours in the future maybe we'll make it a, a thing we'll make it a bit uh let, let me know if you want us to make it a bit um and also thank you for giving us your unpopular wrestling opinions i had fun trying to like stay here with tag talk and read over here your opinions it was great um thank you for sharing them and thank you for being cordial in the chat i love it except for kaden but anyway <laughs> um yeah thank you guys so much for joining us um we'll see you next week forgot i have to end it i forgot i, I know normally it. i end it normally Sorry, i produce <laughs> wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it i got a huge assist from grammarly an ai writing partner that helped me make my point and it works everywhere i write summarizing a doc only took one click when everyone uses grammarly everything just makes sense Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.